Welcome to Brain Machine Network. Dot com. Hey, it's your boy Joey. What the hell is up? It's week four, which means if you've been with us since week one, it's our monthiversary. Time to get down on one knee and say, I love you. Thank you for being there for me. Now, I want to take this opportunity to introduce this week's episode. This week, I sat down with a very good friend of mine whom I not only respect, but also admire and also, quite frankly, look up to my buddy Mamadou. Now, I always have a good time when I'm with Mamadou. And I hope to God he can say the same thing about me. Because right off the bat in this episode, I apologize for something, quite frankly, I'm embarrassed about. <laughs> that I do every time uh, I'm at a party that Mamadou DJs. Uh, I love going to see Mamadou DJ uh, anywhere in the city. Uh, you know, if he's if he's at like Easy Lover DJing, you know the crew is going to come through and turn up. And you know if he's throwing a house party, I'm going to turn up and sweat through my shirt. You know, uh, on top of that, he's a very funny guy, and he makes really good stuff. And I look forward to... Th- working together more in the future now i just want to get right down to it this this conversation very fun conversation and we also talk about some good stuff you know what more could you want so that being said thanks for tuning in i hope you enjoy welcome to help from a hypocrite Everybody, welcome to Help from a Hypocrite with Joey Dardano. I am here with my guest, Mama Dude Jai. Give it up for my boy. Hey, what's up, hi everyone? How you doing? Good stuff. Hey guys, we're getting into it again. One more week passed, and we learn more. We get older. We get smarter. All right. And every week, I bring in someone who I think they know shit, yeah. and they know shit I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we know the exact same shit. <laughs> I feel like I will. No, before the podcast started, I think you said eight words I don't know. Oh, really? Maybe. Okay, name one of those eight words. S- sadly enough, I feel like I don't know exactly everything that sociology <laughs> entails. <laughs> All right, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. It's like, I, it's like when someone's like, I do neuroscience, mm-hmm. and I'm like, that is just the brain, yeah, right? Yeah, Please tell me it's nothing else. Nope, there's more to it. There's so much more to it. Yeah. It's crazy, dude. Like, See, yeah. to give you an idea of where yeah. I'm working at, I mean, I've done my hair every day for 25 years. Yeah. Still don't know how to do it. Really? I still, I don't know how to do it. When did every you, day it's different. When did you think you hit like something you're going to consistently do forever? Um, I specifically remember one day I used to part my hair to the right, mm-hmm. and I, <laughs> I know it's like a, such a huge change. <laughs> you're familiar, like, no, 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 no. I was like, Left. let's see how it fucking goes that way. And it parted perfectly. Wow. And I remember looking at the mirror and being like, is this what I've been doing wrong my whole life? Turns out it's a lot of other things, like not reading. <laughs> like not yeah, committing I mean, to reading. Listen, like, you know you know how black hair is, man. Like, I remember I was, like, doing, like, dumb shit with my hair for dumb long. And then one day I was just like, nah, fuck it. I was looking in the Rite Aid uh, aisle, looking at what the black shorties were buying. And I'm yeah. just like, oh, yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm just looking for a friend, a shorty of mine. She might have hair exactly <laughs> like mine. Like, uh, can, I, can, I, can I get some advice? And this l- l- wonderful black. 
black lady gave me advice. Nice. And uh, ever since, uh, I still have no idea what I'm doing. I'm literally, <laughs> I'm literally like Professor X. I'm just throwing in different stuff and hoping in something magical comes out of it. You but gotta like, do what you gotta do, I have no man. Idea, man, I still have no idea. I'm still working on it. I feel the same way with vitamins. True. I take every morning thirty different vitamins. For what? Like what? What? The what, sad answer what, is what I letters, couldn't even answer. What that. letters? <laughs> what numbers? Like I have a multivitamin. Yeah. I got separately a D vitamin because okay. I think I don't have enough of that. Apparently, you should have a lot of vitamin D, so you're doing good, dude. The first the first day I took vitamin D, yeah. like like its own thing last week, which was like the first time in months I like bought a vitamin D capsule. I yeah. took it, and the next day I wasn't depressed. Really? And I was like, is if this is the secret, I'm one happy I found it. Second. Very angry about the five years that passed and I'm having a terrible time. Oh, truly. No one told me, get some sun. You know who's the person who told me? Choxy. You know Choxy? Yeah. Yeah, Saron Choxy. He, he was, he, we, I didn't know him very well. We were working on something together and he goes like, hey man, vitamin D. <laughs> I love the, like you guys vitamin maybe not even D. talking about anything that has to do with it. Not, he goes, it, bro, 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 before I forget. <laughs> truly nothing near it. And he's like, hey guys. Vitamin D, and I tried vitamin D, and I was like, "Wow!" I, I, now my depression not cured. However, <laughs> symptoms symptoms have got away because vitamin yeah. D. I do, I do my multivitamin, vitamin D, biotin, and vitamin C. Yep, yep. See, I also have bad IBS. Yeah, so I also have to take. I mean, it's horrible. Bad. I have to. I mean, some people like you know their their problem is oh like my legs don't work. Yeah, or my or like I'm. Something else is tear, and I'm yeah. like, I gotta be within five feet of a John. Damn, that's, that that's it. It's bad. Is it like, is it like running back and forth to the bathroom bad, or just it truly like, is? Damn. And the people don't look at it like it ruins your life. Yeah, but I found online a mm-hmm. forum. <laughs> IBS Anonymous. <laughs> I saw people asking questions that made me not feel alone. Oh, that's. I mean, that's beautiful. That's what the internet was built for. One of them was as specific as a post uh, was hard to keep it down a job in NYC. Oh. And the body of the message was like, I keep getting fired for taking too many bathroom breaks that are for much longer than they should be. They don't respect my disease. I mean, listen, if there's an IBS Lives Matter protest, I'll be there for you. <laughs> <laughs> I will I will march for you. How sad would it be if we found a cure for that before literally solving any other issues? Actually, in this no, country? I'd be happy about it, but I'd be also terrible because there's no way to organize that protest because everyone had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and it's New York City and no one's gonna let you in. <laughs> so you're so everyone's just shitting themselves in the streets. Just I mean dies in thirty minutes. Exa- oh damn. I mean, we just wrote a wonderful movie, but... That'd actually be... That'd be a beautiful Make it like Ava made Selma, but just about (laughs) IBS. (laughs) Julia Roberts could be the Dr. King of IBS. Holy shit. (laughs) Could happen. If it... Is this this copyright? This has to be copyright. If we put it... There's a timestamp on it. Oh, 100%. Like, uh, I, Mama Doon Jazz, Selma Badamati, says that I'm going to be making this movie with Jordan Dano. Let's go. Put it down on wax. IBS movie. That IBS movie. (laughs) (laughs) IBS comedy. (laughs) I love the idea of passing that to managers and them being like, the ibs? And we're like, no, no, no. No, no, no. Slow down. Slow down. (laughs) I learned this about myself the other week that whenever I like something, before I say what it is, I have to keep saying, I love the idea of... It's like I'm prefacing the fact that I'm telling you about to say something that 
I like. Oh, yeah, Why yeah. can't I just say it? I don't know, man. You know, here's the thing. I think that now we're everyone's so you know on tenterhooks about saying some shit, and you're getting dragged for it. Yeah. Like I'm afraid to be like, yo, I like Tropicana. Finds out that <laughs> Tropicana is responsible for the Amazon wildfires, and I'm like, you know what? Dog? I didn't know. I just like orange juice. I'm like, I don't CG. I do like you not saying that you like orange juice though. Yeah. Just being like, no, no, no. I drink Tropicana. I drink Tropicana. And then all of a sudden, Minute Maid Hive is on me. But, oh, you don't like Minute Maid after all she did? <laughs> like, <laughs> and, and then I think that's what it is. It's just that people are a little bit like, you're like, I love the idea of. So then people are like, yeah. well, that I, not the thing, but the idea is bad. Yes. So you're like, you know what? I just tested the water. You're dipping a toe into the yeah. conversation. You're dipping a toe. Might get a, it's either too cold or it's too hot. It's never too just hot. right. Never just right. I think I said this at some point last week also, but it was something about. We judge people based on their actions, but ourselves on our intentions. Wow. And that fucking has changed my life. Bars. So if you look at, like, Tropicana's just trying to make orange juice. Exactly. You can't help that they killed several people on the way to making that juice. And you know what? I'm, I'm, as a, as a person uh, who, who thinks that he's trying to be as progressive and trying to grow and change every day, fuck those people. Why were they in the way of Tropicana <laughs> trying to make delicious orange juice, pulp or you no pulp? You saw it coming, yeah. dude. Yeah, exactly. Pay attention. You see some oranges getting crushed? Get the fuck out of the way, dog. Just Do you legit like drink. Tropicana out here in New York, though? Because uh, in Florida, that shit is sparkling water yeah? to people. Really? It's made in Florida. Oh, that shit that. is fresh. You know what? I'm stupid because I, I should have like figured out that that's where it's made. But yeah, I think it says like Florida's finest on the front or something. Well, like that. I, <laughs> uh, I read sociology textbooks. I do not read bottles. Damn. So no, uh, I, I do like Tropicana. Uh, I, I mean, like I've tried Fresh Squeeze and I feel like it doesn't hit the same. It doesn't. Um, but yeah, I like Tropicana. Whenever I'm about to get sick, you know, it's that season right now. Uh, I feel it like you, you know you feel that like scratch in the back of your throat I just go buy yeah. two of those big jugs and I just crush one in a day and the next dude day, in high I school we used to walk it. around with one between class like, if you were sick and you yeah. like you someone left school went to Publix came back with a giant it's, carton of ooh, orange juice drown it just that drown shit is it. dope it's so good and also it has vitamin D in it the one, you can get the ones that have extra vitamin D in that. it bong 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 bro. bong <laughs> I love fucking <laughs> cashiers ringing it up and they're they're just, Bong bong. <laughs> bong bong. <laughs> Law and Order episode starts right now. <laughs> Tropical. Oh my god, bro! What's your turn up song? What's the song? Like, let's say, like, I, I just mm. got off the train mm-hmm. and I, I had to listen to ATM by J Cole. <sighs> right, okay. that's what I was listening to when I ran into you on the way over here and whipped my headphones off. I don't know. I, I it changes all the time because like sometimes it's like the song that you know I DJ. So yeah. like the song. Well, ATM's like, like my song right now. It does right change now. all the time. Okay, this is, uh, you know, this is like, it comes back a lot, but I think my song right now is A Thousand Miles with Vanessa Carlton. Ooh. That shit goes up. That shit goes hard. I mean, like, you know, I remember Terry Crews had that bit in White Chicks with it? Yeah. I mean, we, we were sending it up, making fun of it, but like, you know, that song actually goes no, off. Oh, I mean, I'm the fucking... key change in it. That's... That's did, a hot choice, dude, bro. Dude, I, I did a show in Virginia, and the last song I listened to before I got on stage, uh, before I went down to be in the holding area, before I got on stage, was uh, A Thousand Miles with Vanessa Carlton. I do think Shit went up. If, you, if you were dealing with like something terrible in life, and it was mm-hmm. like a movie montage going slow-mo, yeah. and it's like surrounding your head, yeah. and that song was playing, yeah. I feel like I could take it as like you meant it sincerely, but I could not stop laughing if I were to watch oh, it. Oh, 100%. Like <laughs> 100%. No, the songs I would use is definitely Evanescence because I was like Matt, I was Matt, I was like part of Van's warp tour when I was in high school. So oh, like, yes. Evanescence. Like anything. I got my first fucking bad nosebleed after a warp tour because I was breathing in sand all oh, day. Truly, yeah. Airborne yeah. dust. The entire time. Sand. People, were you moshing? 
I moshed. Well, I got punched right you, in the face. You have energy here. I hate people. I love people, but I hate <laughs> them. So like, when, that's why I DJ. I DJ because I'm away from people, but I'm still part. And of you it. get to be at the party. Exactly. I do stand up because guess what? I'm we're part of this thing, but there's this invisible wall that if you run up on me, we gonna have a real yes. problem. So like. I like I can't do that sort of shit. The only song that I moshed to, and I know my man is like you know canceled because he's a wild abuser and he sucks. But yeah. that song by Shaq West, Mobamba, that's the only song I ever jumped into a wild mosh pit. And I Where got, were you? Uh, Max Fish and Les. Uh, shout out. Well, Max Fish five years ago, but yeah, but what? Uh, Max, Max Fish now, but like back in the day, uh, it was dope. But what I'm trying to say is that Mobamba played, and I got elbowed so hard in the back of my shit that like it was like Doctor Strange, damn. like my fucking. <laughs> Aura flew out my body and I was just like I was just in there like yo and then the drop you came pop in back in your body yeah, you yeah, low. Shit, bitch. <laughs> I lost my shit. Yo, yeah. I lost my mind I know a man's problematic he's cancelled I don't play it when I'm DJing if I don't fuck with the person I feel like he's problematic or he's done anything that's terrible to shorties I normally just don't play that music anymore so I don't play the song however in that moment without the information that that I now know I, I was losing it. Yes. You know, I was 27. I was young and dumb. Rude. You, yeah. that, you know, that makes me remember that there's something I need to apologize to you about. Oh, no, what? I've thought about this Shit. many, many times. <laughs> Yo, cut, cut the microphone. Cut the fucking mic. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I have more than three beers <laughs> and you're DJing, <laughs> I give you like 80 requests <laughs> I stop you from th- you have to take an ear off because mm-hmm. I will not register that you're not hearing me <laughs> and and here's the thing as as your friend at the podcast or something else I hear all of those and I play zero of them. <laughs> 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 no here's the thing no because either I've already played the song you've requested or it's coming up so I know I'm gonna get to it but there's never been a time where I was like, Joe's like oh yeah I need to hear uh, uh, John Denver Country Road so I'll be like <laughs> Yeah, I already played it. You're like, you're the, you're the best, bro. You'll walk away, and I'm like, wow, that is a drunk, <laughs> dumb friend of mine. <laughs> and the thing is, every time that I see you at a party, I always smile. I'm like, Yo, I, I always know that you're going to have fun. That's the thing. And that's the best Exactly, point. that's the People point of this. People only throw parties because they're like, I think Joey needs this. Yeah. <laughs> It we, could be someone else's birthday. Every, like, he better go. Every party I invite you to is always starts as an intervention for you. And then we're like, I don't know. Maybe he just needs to, like, unwind. <laughs> I went to a party last night with a co-worker. Who, like, he oh. didn't meet him in college, but okay. he went to the same college. Okay. So, like, we have a couple of mutual friends, but we just met each other. Yeah. And I showed up to his party. I know nobody except for him and his roommates who I went to go see the Kanye movie with. Okay. Which also... I want my money back. Was it was it like just concert footage? No, it was actually really cool. It's just that fucking they didn't say that there wasn't any trailers, and I showed up trailer late. Oh, I hear you. You Tra- have I'm twenty time. minutes. I'm trailer time, yeah. I'm on trailer time, dude. Exactly. I'm on TPT. I'm on TPT. <laughs> <laughs> Tra- so come dude, on, AMC, get with it. It is twenty seven minutes long, or like thirty. It says thirty one. It was twenty eight yeah. or twenty seven. So <laughs> I missed almost the whole thing. Damn. Almost the whole fucking thing. As I scanned my IMAX ticket, what does that mean? More money. That is called a flex. As I scanned it, (laughs) she literally said, no trailers, just so you know. But even when I bought the ticket, there was a there's the AMC thing that says, make sure you're uh, you have like 20 minutes, like uh, add time for trailers if you have dinner plans. Oh. The, the app says that, like it'll oh. say like movie two like two hours forty minutes, okay. and then it says uh, make sure to add time for trailers, and, sh- and it said it on that movie. Damn. And then nothing on Twitter. I was reading shit on Twitter about it before I paid sixteen dollars to yeah. get it. I was like, what's this movie? Yeah. Gonna, like, is it worth it? Because yeah. he's. 
I like him artistically, but he's yeah. done some whack shit. Yeah. He, he, you know, he's a fucking rock star. This is the third time I brought up Kanye in this podcast, and this isn't a Kanye West podcast. <laughs> I mean, you told me on my way here, I could read the text, Mamadou, this is not a Kanye West podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we will not discuss it. And I was like, bet, I will not bring him up, and here we are. <laughs> here we are, man. Um, shit. You know what I really want to get into? I want to get into, uh, I want to get into your story, man. Oh, my story? Hit me with something. Hit me with... Hit me a crazy story? I ask everybody who comes onto this podcast Mm -hmm. to at least try to think of some life event story that affected them. They're aware there's a life lesson. They haven't really applied it. Hmm. There's so many of those. Because here's the thing. I normally will apply the life lesson. However... I give myself some time to like acclimate to it, you know. Yeah. I don't have that mindset, man. I I rush everything, which is why I, I, yeah, I request yeah. a song from you, and I can't wait five oh, minutes. No, no, listen, I <laughs> I, I have to be paid, and it's you know, there's definitely a level of patience that like you're <laughs> that you that's healthy, and then there's a level of patience where you're like, all right, you've waited too long. Like I'm a, and I'm a Midwestern, so like you know, I'm a person who's like always on like unneedingly like polite to people yeah so there's been a, there's been so many times where like i try to be very very kind to people however it is sacrificing my pov on the sort of thing or it's not exactly what i want to like talk about and do it's not like that simple stuff where like you and your girl be like hey yo where do you want to go she goes like oh i don't know where to go you pick where to go she yeah. goes no i want to go somewhere else now you're sitting here tight it's not like that it's more of just yeah. like bigger life things and it's something that you end up beating yourself up about you know how it's that it's like the seinfeld jerk store shit it's like my man came with like yo the jerk store called he's running out of you way after when the moment has passed yeah, it's like, yeah yeah you i need to learn how to do that in the moment so i guess my story is like i have a, a few um uh you know i'll do personal and professional but uh professional first i you know comedy dj and all this sort of stuff yeah. i am a person who always wants to be a team player i never want to you know shine i never want to be like a diva or anything like that i just want to help get us get our thing out together but there's been like just multiple times where I've just let people talk any which way about projects of mine. And I let that get in my head. And we're in the creative of your field. work personally. My work uh, in the pre-pro, not even like while I was uh, like uh, you know you know making it yet. Uh, so a lot of people know I have a short film called Hashtag. Um, it yeah. is about police violence. It uh-huh. is not a very light topic. But when I set out to make it, I set out with the mindset that I'm going to make a movie about police violence and things will change very nice yeah, very, yeah, yeah. very big yeah, of course not. of course it, it, it didn't go down that way but the whole process all the way through i let a lot of critics with no credentials into my like my creative process and it really slowed okay. me down and i was like oh yeah i'll implement that no it's good no and these are people that i respect but i did, but people who also were trying to make sure they found their way into the end game of this sort of project like they are like they're trying to weasel their way into, into being it. a part of it exactly or take the whole story and be like it needs to be more about this i'm like well i'm making a short film not a feature like this is i, I need to make this and i'd raise some money for it mm-hmm. and this was the, the time we raised this money was 2016 so that was 2016 and then fall of that year some terrible stuff started happening you know family-wise mm-hmm. and i had to like step back from that I was like super depressed couldn't really make this project I was, I'd raised money for it I was ready to make it and I was taking it I was I was fortunate to have friends who worked in media mm-hmm. and I'd go tell people like, hey yo this is the project and they'd be like oh yeah well this and this I don't really quite get this I'd explain it to them and I'd hope that like you know trying to be polite and affable and that sort of thing 
this happened 2017. I finally got a manager, and that was wonderful. And then I got bong bong more bong bong from three baby, <laughs> <laughs> bong bong. Uh, basically, I got three. I got so many different other opportunities to go pitch this to different places. Yeah. And each of these places, were like, oh, we get it, but we don't really get it. And I'm just like, no, I guarantee you that this is like going to be good. Trust me. That mm -hmm. and all of them are like, oh, well, it's not complete. That I let all that really get into my head, and it became just the tale of this project. We finally shot it in 2018 uh, after trying to take it to so many different places, but the problem is I didn't really feel like I st stood up for myself the way that I should have in these rooms yeah. and with people, the professional side of this. And in the last three years, there have been multiple projects with the exact same premise of my film made by different places that I've pitched. Uh, in all the time that it took to for it to get done? Exactly. And... Yep. You know, we live in this like content economy where you gotta like make things really, really quick. But mm -hmm. so uh, my other question is, yeah. were they as good as your idea? They have more budget than me. They have higher star power. But like the core idea was like, I want to make a story about police violence, but using the Groundhog's Day idea of like, how do you escape it? Like, how do you get out of this sort of thing? So fucking cool. And yeah, I made. I have. A, I have the proof of concept. I have the short film. It's in post still, and I'm just like, if I put it out, people be like, oh, it's like this other thing. I'm like, well, no, actually, the thing is, I kept my receipts. Yeah. But like now I'm at this place where like yo I have a lot of frustration around that. I'm like yo what what are those receipts are really just going to be important for you for me yeah you exactly know? and no one else is going to care and no. you know now that I'm, I'm what four years older definitely I was in my mid twenties just yeah. young and dumb and right out of college so now I'm a much bigger and better person with that and it makes yeah. me like get in people's faces to be like yo I need you to understand that da 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 about this project yeah. or da 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 or like if I'm shooting something but I didn't like that let's get it this way. Even like takes for me, you know, you'll be on camera and then people will be like, oh yeah, we're done. And I'm like, no, 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 I need another take and for me because that was not my best. And I yeah. feel like you're going to use that and that's going to suck. Um, yeah, I think it's like just in general, professionally standing up for yourself. And I think a lot of people, there's like a sweet finesse and balance to it because, mm -hmm. um, you know, there's different, even though your gatekeepers are changing, they still are tied to the different biases and, you know, you know, everyone has a certain degree of narcissism wanting to see them and their POV sort of reflected in your yeah. uh, projects. You need to find a way to finesse that. So like I said, it's something I'm working on, uh, but it takes a lot longer. It's a little bit more patient yeah. of a process. And because I'm always, I'm definitely always trying to be a level-headed person, all my friend groups, I'm always the person that it's like... Which is wild because I'm a black person. I'm the one who I'm the one who's gonna talk to the cops. <laughs> like, yep. like I'm the one who's gonna keep it like you know level and stuff like that. And I'm the one who's uh, always trying to be the patient person. And um, yeah, I need to apply that more into my personal life, which I'll get into now. Yeah. But so you're well aware of the fact that you have to stand up for yourself, so but much. you still fall on not doing it sometimes sometimes and i think it's a sacrificial sort of thing because i think and you know you, if i'm gonna if i'm gonna keep it a stack like, like you're just deciding right place right time sometimes it's that and some yeah because sometimes it's that but there's just other extenuating circumstances because you don't know how people will take stories and run with them later you know oh my god bro. and exactly like and, he, and like i said i don't want to be a diva i'm never going to be on set being the wild dickhead being like hey yo, i want only yellow m&ms like that not that person like no. also what's wrong with you for how hard this industry is yeah. if you are someone who will only eat a certain color m&ms i hope you trip oh 100 break oh it's truly insane and you know we all work with people who are being paid dust to do the jobs 
jobs that they're doing. Yeah, bro. Uh, especially until you're famous, you are paid ass. Yes, and to even do this even work. below the line, like yeah. people who are like PAs and stuff like that. I've seen people like giving a like, wild, crazy sandwich order, and I'm like, gee, just please be simple. Like I know, yeah. that, I know you think you're popping right now, but this is MTV two, not even MTV one. <laughs> <laughs> this is MTV online. <laughs> like, don't yeah. do this. People have to search for this, yeah, exactly. and it's still the fifth link exactly. now. Exactly, <laughs> and it's like, I, I, you know what? I, I never want. And the thing is, because I've always tried to, you know, build myself up to be this patient person to see both sides of a situation, all the sides I can. It's like I totally understand. Like when you get the chance to feel like you finally pop in, take that moment. Because how yeah. often do you get to be popping? You, mm-hmm. we all feel like shit twenty four seven, right? Yeah. Now. And I mean, it even took me a long time to learn that. Exactly. To and, know that other people feel the same shit that I do. Because I mean, you live in your own head. Yeah. So you think all the time, like I have to be the only person who's this fucking sad or angry about something all the time. Exactly. Half the time I'm sad. I don't know what the fuck it's about. And this is, you know, stand-up comedy and comedy in general is a very narcissistic industry. Like, it's your point of view and you as a brand being sold to other people. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you drink your own Kool-Aid and you're like, ah, no, no one likes me, da-da-da, or everybody likes me, da-da-da. And no matter what way you go with that, it's like not... It's not the truth. Yeah. It's not the real world. That's why I try and spend a lot more time. Even though I spend time with comics like you and Yadoya, you know, who I live with, and yeah. like a bunch of other comics that are like my friends, I spend a lot of time with like just my like regular people who have nine to five because I'm like it keeps you grounded because that because like the shit that they they're interested in your shit, you can be interested in their artistic shit. It, like I truly I learn about what's important to other people because I I mean there's there's commonalities between like all comics like I want to be the best i want to be yeah. funny and yeah. with actors they they do want to be intellectual they mm-hmm. under they understand people they might not know how to say it in their own words exactly. the best way yeah which is why you need scripts and shit and then you hang out with someone else and they're just like i want to make my mom proud yeah Simple. you know they're, they're aware of that and Simple. i'm like i mean i know that's in the back of my head yeah. like that's why i want to be but i'm still so narrow-minded to be like i just want to kill her 10 minutes yeah it, it it's it's very it's very humbling to sit around people like that. And I think, you know, I'm Mauritanian, I'm culturally African, and, like, you know, seeing, like, where my family... I'm going back in December, so seeing where Word. my family is from and what I've come from to see me coming around fucking around doing stand up and yeah. you know out here playing the baby into Megan the Stallion at hey, parties for yeah. like random people. <laughs> like that is an insane it's like I know it's not their wildest dreams, but like I something I think about a lot. It's like I'm not just in this for me. And I'm yeah. not and I'm I always say that my ethos as a creator is like I wanna make things that I wish I had when I was growing up mm-hmm. and while I'm doing that, bring up other voices. That's yes. always what I want to do. And you know, having been a teacher uh, being around kids, I'm just like, there's so much that I wish that you knew about the world that is like packaged correctly. Yes. Because, man, we didn't grow up fully on the internet. We knew we could start watching whatever the, we wanted in the middle of the 2000s. However, yes. like kids who grew up fully on the internet, it's the Wild West. There's like, there needs else. to be some structure, you know? And, and I, want I thought to we'd that. understand them, but like, no. I, dude, I even watched Euphoria, and half the time I was like, why are you doing this? Oh, 100%. And we, I mean, we're like we're like a corner out of that. Yeah, we're like just like literally right right down the block. Truly, they cross the street. They're there. Exactly. I can see them. Exactly. But fucking, um, why are you like this, dude? I I teen, yo shout out Generation Z because uh you're <laughs> we're basically handing you down like a broke down like like 1989 Subaru with no wheels <laughs> and like one door and being like, hey yo, so this is where y'all gonna live for the rest <laughs> of the time? And they're mad about everything, but they don't have any structural power. They don't have any voice. So I'm like always yeah. like, how do I help cultivate those voices, whether they be straight or you know gay or any sort of queer or he she 
she, they, them, anyone that yeah. like it's always like my goal to do that sort of stuff. And I think that putting the shit that we do that's so like court jestery and stupid yeah. into the greater context of like, yo, the world is on fire. I think that's like the last at least three years given the yeah. dickhead who's, in, who's president but on top of it at the top of that is like I think it just is a very grounding sort of thing so like I'll stay home instead of like I go out I do the stuff that I do but I'm always like what I, a good centering things like what am I doing and and I think that like I said when I came out to make hashtag I was like oh this is gonna be this is gonna change the world <laughs> police yeah. are gonna be like we're bugging like <laughs> we were wilding out <laughs> yeah uh, but it's again it's that patience and I think that um, putting things back into the context of the, where we are in the world allows you to have that patience that sense of like calmness and settledness yeah, yeah. I do think because of everything that you said it just makes me think about the reason that I and I just came to this conclusion this year and I'm mm-hmm. still internalizing it because mm-hmm. I still want to come off as smart or a thinker or whatever but I go on stage and I do my best and genuinely ma- I get more happiness from the audience afterwards when they're talking to me or whatever when I do not give a shit about myself personally at mm-hmm. all, mm-hmm. and I am legit just servicing the room. Yeah, just having fun. I am. And- have, there's a specific show. Shout out Gabby Bryan. She has a show mm-hmm. at the Way Station, and this guy Keith Baracco mm-hmm. plays piano. Mm-hmm. Every time I do not do a single joke that I've written, mm-hmm. I make him play piano, and I fuck with the audience, and it is the happiest I've seen people in a room when I'm on stage, mm-hmm. and it's because I am. Only there to bring joy. I don't have any yeah. other agenda. To entertain, I have. yeah. But that also comes with the fact I've been thinking recently that we are so close to mm. nuclear war. Yeah, and every you, I feel like we are an inch closer every day. I, you know, I say this a lot, and you know, sometimes it feels like I'm pulling up from half court. But like, I think I'm very right that we are close to a nuclear war, a class war, and a race war if nothing changes. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't, and I, and the thing I think is like the race and the class war are definitely mixed together. I feel like the nuclear war definitely has those elements, but it's definitely a much higher. It's way above us. Yeah, but it's like, yo, we. <laughs> It is something that is consistently in the back of my head. I think it's consistently in the back of a lot of our heads. Yeah. Uh, I think that... But the reason it's in the back of mine is the fact that I'm like, I have no discernible skills. (laughs) You you need to put me on a stage and make 50 people look at me to go, oh, this guy... Is good is it nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But like, if I'm just walking around and your car's broken down... We need to find the safe house on foot. Here's the thing, Joey. I want to let you know that you are somebody on and off the <laughs> stage. I've told you that. You remember when you came off that stage and I told you, hey, man, I think you're funny when that oh shit was God, terrible. Bro, t- <laughs> it wasn't you. It was because there was a whack ass, terrible. Dude. That audience sucked the soul out of my man. And my man was killing it on that stage. He, he even brought people on stage and they were like so awkward as a group. But you did what you needed. to. And yes. I'm telling you, like, you have a and an act to bring joy and fun and the best out of people and it's because you're a very energetic fun person yourself so yeah. don't when the when the revolution hits and the zombies are on foot you know and you got a tight five throw that shit away start running so I'd say <laughs> your discernible skills should be cardio like get, <laughs> get the get the fuck out of there so everything that has to do with me just dancing I'm only in comedy to go to the comedy parties and dance Dog, I mean, to then be able to run as fast as I can 
Honestly, that is a good. You know, I'll start playing things in the you know the one thirty to one forty BPM to make sure that everyone's heart rate is Thank ready you for, for serving the, me. You know, honestly, <laughs> it's the small things. I salute you. <laughs> I salute you. <laughs> I'm about to board the plane first, niggas. All right. Uh, no, but like I think that uh, discernible skills. That's very real. But it's like, what is that going to look like? Because you know, we talk about like the internet and who has access to that shit, and it's mm-hmm. like. I'm very good at the internet, but yeah. I also, you know, I grew up, I did martial arts. Not Probably not going to have the hands to handle CrossFit niggas no. now, but... Um, well, they I, don't have the back, bro. They all got slip discs. Oh, Everybody in CrossFit has a fucking herniated oh, disc, bro. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, which one? T4? Bong! Hold that. Uh, um, no, but, like, I think, uh, yeah... I think about that a lot, but I think I'm built a little bit different because when I, I, I did a lot of stuff with my hands and my family and also just yeah. knowing shit that I did back home. I'm like a, I'm a very, like, I'm going to cook type person. I know what to do with that sort of stuff. Yeah. Uh, but I think the one thing that I think is going to really be serious is, like, if this war, war, class war thing happens is that some people have guns. <laughs> some people right? are not allowed to have guns. <laughs> or like, they, they're they're allowed by the law, but they're not allowed by our perceptions of them to have. I'm not going to say it out loud, but they're black. Uh, so <laughs> it's about to be super, super, super hot when that shit pops yeah, off. Bro. I'm trying to like learn John Wick, like gun fu shit. Just keep I'm, watching the movie. What do you do? This yeah, is like the 50th <laughs> time you say research. No, 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 no. Rewind, 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 rewind. <laughs> How do you do that? How do you do that? How do you do that? <laughs> yeah. God damn. No, I, I hear you. If I it, feel like I have nothing. Like, the thing is, it, this, whenever I visit home or talk to my mother yeah, or father, yeah. or I'm just playing Call of Duty with my brother for like three hours, which I hadn't done in years, and then the new one came out, and mm-hmm. it's fucking up my life. Yeah, you're playing it? I am. Yeah. It's good. Okay. Not worthy of my time. I have shit to lit. I have shit to do. You have real wars to fight. Real yeah. things going <laughs> yes. on. I could be learning a skill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm playing... And I'm, and it's just that whenever I'm, I speak to my family, and I remember that like my, my parents are doctors specifically. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. like, I like, let's say something like, dude, I remember leaving church once, and someone like an old woman fell and hit her head, mm-hmm. and my dad is just there and like able to help that person. Yeah, but I had to look, and what do I make a joke about it? What skill do I have? What do I make her laugh in the moment that she's on the ground? Yeah, it's a, it's a very it, it, when you start to think about it and you realize, yo, what skills do I have to help in an emergency? I need to not think it's about wild. it. Wild, no, you you got to think about it because I think <laughs> I think that we I think that I think that we all think we're so much further from an emergency than we are. No, dude, we're right there. We are literally. It is like you know, one minute to midnight. Like it, we could have an emergency very soon. Dude, I learned recently that my girlfriend free. No, not recently. It's just she keeps uh, solidifying this. She, when something happens, she freezes. Mm-hmm. She's a freezer. Oh, okay. I hear you. It is not fight or flight. Mm-hmm. It is stand still and hope it doesn't hit you. Exactly. I want. We were at Barclays Center seeing Paramore and Bong Bong. Hey, and jealous! I hate you. <laughs> but we were up in the upper section. I was dancing, and I fell down five rows of seats. <laughs> Joey, Joey, Joey. <laughs> wrap this boy in bubble wrap. God damn! What? <laughs> like what? I was close to like literally falling off the second level of Barclays Center. Yeah. And instead of grabbing my hand when he reached for it, she goes. I like to do visual bits on audio mediums. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the like, face she just, just made was terrified. Man. Yeah. Stares. No. And then the other time, like, I think I almost got hit by a car. She just stares. I would have pulled. Yeah. It's just like, she's a freezer. I am a super warrior. 
I worry about everything all the time. I, I get a warrior. I am I a, like that for you, too. I am a super <laughs> warrior. I'm a warrior warrior. There you go. Uh, nah, but, like, I, I'm the person who's always ready for that shit. Like, I need, I need I'm the one around. who, like, I see a vase falling off a table across the room. I'm running over. I'm trying to do the full Odell, like, grab yeah. that shit. And I'm, I, I think that's just because I've always been, like, a delegator. Like, if there's, yeah. like, if there's a car accident, I'd be like, all right, so I need you, motherfucker, to call the police because you on your phone filming this. Get off that. Do yes. this. I, I'm like that person. But no one likes that person in regular situations. No one wants to be like, hey, yo, I need you to shut the fuck up. Your comedy's terrible. I need you to do this. <laughs> and this. Like, nobody, nobody likes that. But, like, you know, in an emergency, like I think that and you know it ties back to societal sort of thing I think that's a problem that we're running into with like activism and shit right now yep. especially like think about the shit with the subways like everyone's oh, like yeah. oh it's bad that this happened to communities of color but that shit's these people getting arrested by you you're like well I still gotta go to Pony Boy so I'm gonna <laughs> exactly I'm not gonna be able to stop it's like we don't we know things are bad but we don't know what are the things that we need to do when things get that bad so I'm hoping that people do learn shit before and you know that learning shit may, means listening to people who are actually going through that shit yes. and not just cause like you remember the protests where everyone's like I'm gonna go over the turnstiles I was like yeah, yeah of course you are Kylie you're white <laughs> like, yeah. like and also point, everyone's doing it exactly like they're not, and they're not they didn't bring enough handcuffs they're like oh my god what the fuck are we going to do? I don't have enough handcuffs for this. So, but with black people, they'd be like, oh, we've got all the, we got we all the got handcuffs everyone. we need. We're going to get all of them at once? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to hide it anymore? I mean, that's the thing. And it's like, uh, yeah, just like you said, it's like, I think that, you know, the people that are out here saying, oh, yeah, I got discernible skills in the moment, that's what we need. But like, we can't, you can't, you know, manufacture that moment. Yeah. But I'm hoping that like some more people, I'm, I'm trying to be very optimistic. That's another thing I'm trying to do this yeah. year. That more people will Good take luck. more time. It's difficult, but I think that if you give, I, and this is something I take from teaching, if you assume the best in people, oftentimes the best will come out. And if you assume the worst in people, oh, you're just projecting the worst into them. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's fucking. I'm gonna need you to remind me. Oh, 100. percent If you you hit me with that, like, hey man, I'd be like, hey yo, dog, <laughs> assume the best in yourself, God. <laughs> bars, <laughs> bars, nigga, bang, bang, <laughs> bang, bang. There's one thing people are gonna get out of this episode. <laughs> this is gonna be called the bang, bang episode. In fact, please. I think that's the title. <laughs> the, yeah, of the episode. bang, bang. <laughs> Dude, at the end of every episode, we do get into audience questions. These are yes. people who need some help. Bro. Okay, they yeah. are. They're dealing with some shit. They asked, uh, they answered uh, an Instagram uh, question call. Uh, they texted in. Mm -hmm. These people, they got some shit going on. Okay. So I'm going to hit you with this one. Okay. I want to see what you got to say about it. Mm -hmm. Mind you, whatever advice you give, mm -hmm. if you've ever not heeded it, you have to own up to it. That's right. That's why this podcast is helpful. Okay. Is because I feel like other podcasts, they give you advice and then they act like they're fucking they're perfect. perfect. Yeah. No one's perfect. We all suck. So this one here says, my best friend has become a kleptomaniac, I believe. Okay. She started by stealing little things like. from big shops, like jewelry from Urban Outfitters. Okay. And it has grown to become a bigger problem with her showing me clothes and, sorry, <laughs> and objects that she doesn't even need. So she's not stealing necessities. Okay. She's not she's, stealing, she's, like, she's toothpaste. Stealing, she's recreationally stealing. She's, like, doing it as a thing. Okay. And then what do I do? This person doesn't necessarily, didn't didn't really 
get very clear but it's i little, think yeah. basically her best friend's becoming a kleptomaniac and it seems like she's only stealing from big places like urban outfitters oh yeah i would really hate for this person to be stealing from like mom and pop shops yeah if you steal like mangoes off like you know tt out there in the bo- in like the bodega or, you can or eat you a steal that? yeah honestly i i hope you like trip and fall into a needle and die yeah but uh if you're stealing from corporations i mean guess what the revolution soon come babe so just like <laughs> steal everything baby i mean like here's I, I know that this is going to be used against me in a court of law <laughs> 10 years from yes. now However, yes, niggas, steal everything, uh, support their dreams. Uh, if, if they come back with, like, a person, yeah. uh, okay, well, that's illegal. Don't do that. But, like, you, if you're going to steal, like, little things, I mean... If it's from a big place like that, I, I genuinely I don't, don't care. care because I did read that they do factor in th- uh, they factor in theft yeah. in prices. 100%. Do that I'm shit. paying for you to steal. So if you, you can finesse it. Do. And, you know, if they, like you said, it's not, it's not out of necessity. This is, number one, that person's a dickhead. If they get caught, mm-hmm. I feel like that's when you're like, oh, what should I do? Probably nothing. Maybe bail them out and be like, hey, or, you know, talk, have a conversation. It's like, yo, if you know that they're a kleptomaniac, just tell them, yo. You're, you're stealing shit a lot, but I want to yeah. let you know that while I'm not going to stop you because I don't care about these corporations, you need to know that you are responsible for the shit that you are yeah. doing. So if you hit me up and you're like, oh, man, I'm in prison. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I do, they, yeah. If you don't tell your friend that it is noticeable that yeah. this is like a constant yeah. thing. I mean, that's not only on your friend, but that's also on you exactly. as the friend. Exactly. I don't. I mean, because there's fucking bad legal repercussions to that. Truly, every company deals with it differently. Truly, yeah. And you know what? You know they will come down with the hammer of God on you because they have all the lawyers in the world to do that shit. Yeah. And I mean, like, if you can be helpful, you can. But I think that this is one thing that you need to be reclaiming mm-hmm. your time. Stay away from this person, and uh, but also support from a distance. Yes. Viva la revolución. Viva la revolución. Oh my God, dude! I'm the Spanish one. <laughs> I don't even... <laughs> I just know a few Puerto Ricans and Dominicans. Oh my god! Um, yeah, dude, you have to tell your friend. Yeah, because that's, it. that's when it when it becomes like not necessary. When you learn that you legit don't have to pay for something that you want, yeah, you will keep stealing. Hundred percent. And, and I that, say that as someone who stole for a while. I mean, and I, I still occasionally do it. I am not a stealer. I have not stolen. However, I have friends who are stealers and stole, and I support them wholeheartedly. I'm yeah. like, I'm like, hey, I totally. If you can get past that in your mind, that is a hurdle. Like yeah. that, it's hard I for me to get that over. I do this. That yeah. I have, like, because I, I want to stop. Yeah, I let people know that this is a thing I've yeah. done, and they've all said, I have gotten ninety percent, like. That's fucking dope that you can do that. Yeah, that's not what I want. Exactly. I need Tell help. me what I, I need, need to help. Stop. Yeah, I mean, but you're saying, but you're saying, like, I'm glad you made it there. If you, I'm jealous, you can do that. But you're not like finessing like wild expensive stuff. Like no. you're you're boosting like tiny stuff. Guess what? That's that's just let's love the game, baby. Like, Look at that, bro. Yeah. When, dude, if you want to try new vitamins and they're $50, yeah. I don't want to commit $50 till I know it works and you don't have a free trial as a company, boom, exactly. I'm stealing it. You know what? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna stop. You need that vitamin D, 100. percent Especially if I work. And the thing is, I like, did steal my recent vitamin D, and I'm gonna own up to that right here in the podcast. I need help. I appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> I have. I'm not. A, I am not a, like a stealer. I've never. But I have friends who are. And I have friends who have like. I want something, and then they will say things like, "Oh, cool." And then I'd be like, oh, yeah, you got me. Thank you so much. As like a gift or something. And they'd be like, oh, yeah, I stole it for you. And I'm just like, I feel complicit in this. Now However, this doesn't have a serial number. So yeah. I am going to fuck with this. So, yeah. Fuck yeah. Also, yeah, why would you 
say that you stole it from them. I think, you know, some people, I have some friends who are a little bit too transparent. Let's just say it that way. <laughs> they tell me a little bit too much. Isn't the point of doing that to, like, get the credit for maybe having spent that much money on your friend? Yeah. No. And then that, that would be the point of stealing something. I've had fr- I have a friend who, who's definitely, and I'm not going to say your name, but they they bought me something, bought me something, and then they looked me in my eyes and like, yeah, I stole that shit. And Jesus. I was like, I was like but, th- but I, <laughs> like I said, I stood up and was just like, yeah, yeah, you did. I didn't do it. <laughs> like... <laughs> Oh, my God. All right, let's see, man. We got another one. Okay. And then uh, once we answer this one, I think this is going to be the last question that we deal with, man. Oh, cool, cool. So let's see if we can change the world okay. with this question. My ex cheated on me. Oh, shit. And he started dating that girl once we broke up. Mm. We're both going to be at a mutual friend's birthday party this Saturday. Mm. How do we deal with this shit? Oof. Uh, don't interact. You don't have to. You are going to be in the same room, though. How do you not interact? You can't well, control well, what other people do. Well, what happens if he says hi? Say hi. Keep moving. Word. I say say hi. Keep moving. I think. Look, here's my thing. I've had the same situation. Yeah. <laughs> I've had someone who, okay, no, TLDR, Shorty was dating some dude for a long time and then started dating me. And then she uh, was telling me that she had broken up with this person. Turns out she had not. And then when I broke up with her, not because I found out about that, but for other reasons, she tried, <laughs> to, she tried to hit up one of my friends two days later. A person that in our relationship, she was like, I don't fuck with this dude, but like ended up actually fucking with that dude, but Jesus. just to get back at me. But then I see this person around the community. I have no problems. I don't want to see this person because, you know, I you know, I think that this is also like very gender because this is clearly yeah. a woman asking. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. For a dude, it's like a lot of people assume that dudes are just going to be like wild scumbags. Like, no, nigga, for you, if I found out you cheated on me and I broke up with you, that shit was heavy yeah. on my heart, too. So I need some time away from this. But I would say if you're going to be in a space with that person. Mentally prepare yourself to be in that space with that person, but also set up boundaries. I think part of the problem with all this shit is that people don't actually communicate with their words. Here yeah. are the boundaries. So if you pull up to, this, to the function and my man comes over and goes, hey, yo, remember when I cheated on you? Just be like, yeah. First of all, what a away. piece of shit exactly. who would come up. Yo, remember when I pulled a fast uh, one on your heart? Exactly. I mean... People do people are like, oh yeah, crazy what we had. I'm like, oh, yeah, well, you about to lose your life, boy. Yeah. Uh, but like, basically, I would say just go to the party because guess what? You are allowed to be in any space that you th- that you feel comfortable in. Go do that. And if you see this person, prepare for the worst and just be like, hey, oh, that's what I'm I saying. Do you think you're preparing for confrontation? You're you're like you're oh. you got to prepare for a fight. Oh, I wouldn't say even a fight. I would say I would prepare because like talking. Uh, de- depending on who this person is making a scene. I don't, yeah. I'm, I'm not a make a scene type person. I'm like a let's have a conversation. Like I said, patient. I want to sit down. Let's yeah. talk about it. I want to hear your side. Give my side. And we can come to a middle ground. I don't think there's a greater embarrassment than being close to the person who is causing a scene at a party. Oh, truly. Truly. I mean, I have I have an immigrant dad, and we're trying to turn socks to coals that he's already worn. Oh, he's over here being God, like, bro. being like, but uh, I have the receipt, and I'm like, Dad, you wore the socks. Like, you wore the fucking socks, Dad. Dad. <laughs> that's same with, the same with my mom at family yeah. parties. Bro. Yeah, yeah, every time it's a thing. It's wild, and we have to be like, that is our mom. It's your sister. But that's my mom. Exactly. And we need to leave. So now when I know I'm going to Coles and my dad needs to return something, my planning for the worst is to walk away. Yeah. <laughs> let him deal with it for, while I'm looking at OSU hoodies in Ohio. Like, yeah. that's it. But, like, I would say prepare for the worst, but also just be comfortable enough and be like, you're there to support your friend. You're not there. Yeah. If, you, if you're not over it, 
don't don't get over it to be at the party. Yeah. Go be there for your, know you're there for a purpose. That's why I have wild social anxiety. When I pull up to the party, I'm there for a purpose. Happy birthday, hang out with a friend, dinner, that's it. Like you hit your just marks. Plan. I hit my yeah. marks. Bang. I tell this person to try their best mm-hmm. to not look at this person and remember the good times. Ooh. Look uh, at oof. them and think we are not together for specific reasons. Yeah. I said yes to us not being together because these things are things I don't want in my life. Exactly. For example, a cheating whore of a man. Honestly, close the door. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. Just close the door. Because you don't want to be at the party and now, like, you're trying to, oh, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. I miss you. Now you're in the bathroom looking into the mirror for a very long time, thinking about shit that doesn't matter anymore. And it's not yeah. going to get better if you continue to dwell on it. So, sis, very good, sis. I'm telling you right now, pull up to the yes. function. Do what you need to do and get out of there. And if you have to interact with that person, short, sweet, get out of there. Set up that boundary right then because, you know, if we don't set them up, people find ways to be up and around all them boundaries. Yeah, and I'm going to short and sweet and say I have not adhered to any of the <laughs> advice that we've just given almost any time. Really? That I've been in a room really? with an ex. In the beginning. Yeah, in yeah. the beginning. Yeah, like yeah. my, I dated one girl for like two years before, when I moved first moved to New York. We are good friends now. Yeah. We were able to talk on the phone for like yeah. two hours at one point. There was none of that like, I fucking miss you. Like none of that. Just like, how are you as a person? Yeah. I do care about you. Yeah. But like initially I was like tweeting things that I knew would hurt her feelings. Damn. If we were, if, if there was like a party back home over Christmas break, like I, I would see if she was there and I'd fucking look nice and mm-hmm. I'd fucking, I'd peacock my ass out to yeah. make sure she saw me having a good time and I yeah. would say hi to all of her friends and yeah. then her last like I played those fucking shitty games and you know what yeah. the regret of being a bad person and the and the influx of the pain coming back is not worth it yeah well I'll say on one side I am not the person to get to like be vindictive if you if, if and like I said I normally blame myself I'm just like <laughs> you know I probably I was bugging probably but like there have been times where like you know people have done dummy dirty and I definitely is like should I wild out no yeah. I'm, I don't like posting about it I don't like using people's names unless I'm talking to those people or people who are you know intimate to the situation I don't like talking about that person but I will say one time, I was at a party. It was my friend's birthday party. I was dancing, having a good time. Ah, ah, great. It's late. Yeah. I'm, about, I'm about to go home. By late, I mean it was like 11.45. I'm going to go home because I'm not a person who likes to stay out late. Nothing good happens after 7 a.m. So I decided <laughs> I'm about to go, go back home. But I realized I left my jacket there. But I'd stopped at the Delancey McDonald's. Yeah. Uh, I grabbed 10 pieces of chicken. I was like, yo, I left my jacket. I have to go pick this shit up. Walk back to the spot. And my ex happened to be there for this person's birthday that I was hanging out at. Yeah. And I did not realize that. And I was dancing with some shorty, just for fun, at a party. And then uh, I'm eating chicken nuggets while shorty is dancing on me. I'm having the best time of my life. And I look over, I see my ex, and I definitely was like, I don't know how to, but I want to dance harder and better and bigger <laughs> and louder because you need to see that what you did, because this is the person who cheated on me and then tried, yeah. to, tried to like be emotionally manipulative right after that shit. Oh, my God. Because um, here's the thing. It's all communication shit. I think that we don't we don't know how to communicate our emotions properly because we never get to train that. We don't learn that. Men yeah. especially. Men especially. But are you yeah. one of the people who thinks that um not one of the people, that's a weird way to phrase yeah. that, but are you of the belief that we don't communicate well because of and I think it's only because of vulnerability. 
I because th- I mm-hmm. think I and I, I think it all traces back. There are sub things like you're afraid of hurting someone's feelings, mm-hmm. but I also think that comes back on you of being like I feel. I feel like I'm showing a part of myself that's mean if I hurt someone. I just think it always comes back to like a level of vulnerability. Like you're showcasing a part of yourself that either you don't want to show or that Mm -hmm. you want to make better. Like the reason we don't communicate is because we are afraid of something reflecting poorly on us. Yeah, I really, I, I, I would say that I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's only that, but I think yeah. that's a huge part of it because, especially for men, and just like being vulnerable is is always synonymous with weakness, which is not the truth. But no, I feel so fucking powerful it, when I cry, dude. To be uh, honest, honestly, dog, listen, I, I. I was watching a movie the other day and I just the tears came coming out. I'm like, nah, fuck it, I'm just gonna keep crying. Like, <laughs> I, I felt great. And you know what? So- As a man, when the doors open, I, I I put stoppers on that shit. I'm like, you until the nighttime comes. They don't they don't tell you that they don't they don't tell you that real niggas can cry. Like, I they mean, really we, we've seen gangsters in TV shows like these tough hood black dudes, these tough dudes that we like look up to cry, but then we're like, that's only one time in your life. You <laughs> yeah, you better enjoy time. it. You better enjoy that crying. Dude, like, I've met guys yeah. who are like. Last time I cried was 2007. When you know the year, I will say cry. I used to be that person, but it was because I felt very. I had a lot of like y- trauma when I was younger that I was like, I don't yeah. know how to process this. Let me just try and push through it. But you know, once you get that head time where you're like, oh, that. and the eyes are just like, stop, stop, crying. and then you're like, you know what? No, this is good. It's cathartic. It's healthy. Yeah. And yeah, I think that you know, men don't deal with it for vulnerability for just like societal masculinity reasons. For the same reason that a lot of people don't like, you know, try and figure out if they're queer or not, like, or yep. no, even approach that because we're socialized to be bang bang, all these heteronormative motherfuckers. So it's like, yeah, I totally, I totally hear that. I yeah. I hear what you're saying on that. Yeah. Be vulnerable, niggas. That's right. Be open. Cry. But I, but I will tell this person mm-hmm. at that party, be strong. Um, be I'm strong. rooting for you, sis. Definitely pull up to that thing. You know, dress, wear something you feel confident and nice in, and go do the thing that you need to do. Put your, Set up everything to make yourself mentally prepared to see this person and not yeah. interact with them unless you feel like interacting with them, in which case you are a better person than me because yeah. once someone... I, I can't. Yeah, once someone... I've not given them access to my life anymore, I'm just like, yo, sorry. Like, you can't make a new email and get a free trial of me again. Nah, you can't <laughs> do that shit. I ain't titled. <laughs> like, you can't do that shit to me, so don't do that. Damn. And with that, I say... Fucking thank you for coming through, man. This was I respect you so much. You're 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 one of my friends I really look up oh to, man. God. I Joey, think you're I a love smart, you. I, talented guy. I, I told you last time I saw you, I'm like, yo, last time I saw you, you were doing some shit on the phone and I like that was the last time I saw you. I was like, Well, I'm really worried. I hope he's alive. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love you, dude. I'm really always ha- I'm I mean, unendingly happy to see you every time I do. Hell and yeah. I enjoy spending you time too, with bro. you. Yeah. Hit him with your plugs. Where can they find you? Uh nowhere, nigga. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Stop. Oh, stop looking. <laughs> uh, no, uh, you find me on Twitter at Mamadou and Jai, M-A-M-O-U-D-O-U-N-D-I-A-Y-E. And on Instagram at Mamadou About Nothing, M-A-M-O-U-D-O-U About Nothing. Hell yeah. yeah. All right, y'all. Have a good week. Tune back in again next week. Peace. Bong, bong. Bong, bong. <laughs> <laughs>